Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, February the 25th in 2021 on When Our Eyes. Today, friends, I am 39 and one half years old, so I'm on the downward slope towards 40. So I'm looking forward to that, actually. It's going to be a good thing. Decade birthdays. I used to have a job where on your decade birthday year, you would get 10 times your age. And that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, 100 bucks every other year, but on your decade birthday, 10 times your age. Well, it's not going to happen this year because I'm not that good company any longer. But I'm here praying with you. So let's uh, look at the revised common lectionary together because we're in year B in the second Sunday in Lent. And on Thursdays, we like to take a look at the New Testament passage for the week, which is in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 4, verses 13 through 25. So let me read that passage about a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme therein. So thanks for making this party morning on Winter Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and be got together in a time of prayer. Romans chapter 4, verses 13 through 25. For the promise to Abraham or to his descendants that he would inherit the world was not fulfilled through the law, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if they became heirs by the law, faith is empty and the promise is nullified. For the law brings wrath, because where there is no law, there is no transgression either. For this reason it is by faith, so that it may be by grace, with the result that the promise may be certain to all the descendants, not only to those who are under the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our Father in the presence of God, whom He believed, the God who makes the dead alive and summons the things that do not yet exist as though they already do. Against hope, Abraham believed in hope, with the result that he became the father of many nations, according to the pronouncement, so your descendants shall be. Without being weak in faith, he considered his own body as dead because he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver in unbelief about the promise of God, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. He was fully convinced that what God promised, he was able also to do. So indeed, it was credited to Abraham as righteousness. But the statement, it, it was credited to him, was not written only for Abraham's sake, but also for our sake. To whom it will be credited, those who believe in the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He was given over because of our transgressions and was raised for the sake of our justification. This is the word of God for us. Ginger and I are in those that uh, era of being a parent where we our kids are now old enough where we want it'd be cool to start sending them to camps right like to the, all their interests that they have like it'd be an art camp or a sewing camp or maybe even a writing camp or uh for you know maybe for hockey league you'd be sending ezra to hockey camp or something like that because it's always been fun it's something that she and i experienced when we were growing up with our interest that it's one thing to participate in the local league or the local class you're in it's another thing to be displaced a little bit and to see like the wider world of it and to really see what you can do right because um, you might be able to Oh, do well and dominate or even if you're if that well off um, you know where you're at but like to be shoulder to shoulder with more youth from different parts of the world it begins to um, oh enlarge your perspective and it begins to 
allow one to really imagine what I could do with this interest or with this sport or with this skill. At least that's been our experience. And I think that's what's going on in the book of Romans. Paul's got an interesting task. He is a sectarian Jew, but he believes in a church that has Jews and Gentiles. And he believes that not, not just because he's traveled the world a little bit and he would like to see some of these nice folks outside of Israel included in his church uh, because they're good givers or something like that. No, he he believes that it was always God's dream because of what he told Abraham in Genesis, that there'd be a family of faith from people from all over God's whole creation. And that's what God promised him. God promised that his one family would bless all the families of the earth and become many nations. And so here in this passage, Paul's beginning to grapple with some of those texts. And he's doing that because he's got a diverse audience when he writes to Rome. Uh, there are uh, Gentiles and there are Jews. And to be honest, there are the Jews in his midst, uh, Jewish Christians. Uh, Paul will, la- will later call them the weak in the faith because they are struggling with this comprehensive vision of a diverse church um, and doing things outside of the box, their container of what they feel like they should do as the covenant people of God. And so Paul's trying to do something. He does this clever move where even though Moses and his law is something that's critical to the calling of an Israelite, before there was a Moses and before there was a law, God called Abraham outside of a law and Abraham responded not by rules and regulations necessarily, but because of an impulse of faith that was deep within him. And uh, this faith was not just uh, romantic in its uh, in its reception, but it was uh, it was active, right? Um, Abraham was told he's gonna have kids, and he and his wife Sarah are like really old, as we see here in this passage. But yet, Abraham, uh, against all hope, Abraham in hope believes. One of the most provocative passages in the book of Romans, Romans four seventeen. Uh, Paul. Uh, says that Abraham was active in his faith and because of that God credited to him as righteousness and that same criteria is now given to all of us uh, those of us born in the law those of us born outside the law and so Paul takes aim uh, to the Jews who are under the law they think the law is the end-all be-all and that is the way that you mark out who is a follower of God and so Paul says no there's actually a, a greater thing here and what Paul says is actually like unless faith is being um, activated, uh, no matter if you follow the law or not. If you claim to follow the law, but your faith is not activated, what use is your faith? It just reminds me of, you know, a kid uh, who plays hockey in his local league, but who resists to go uh, to be challenged and trained, and out, you know, out in different cities at different camps or playing with different competition because of the unknown. Because who knows? Like, what if everyone else is better than me? I'm just going to stay here and continue to kind of do my own thing. No, your your skill seems to be uh, it seems to be affirmed when it is taken outside of what you know. And so Paul is 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 begging the people, the Jewish Christians in the church in Rome, to consider their whole story that uh, you are not a true Israelite unless uh, you go just beyond the mere commandments of Moses, but you actually embody the faith of Abraham, who had a a global and worldwide perspective, and he was able to walk by faith and not by sight, right? And I think that's an important challenge for us too. Many of us are seasoned Christians. We kind of like know the lingo. We know the rhythms of life. We know what to say, what not to say. Uh, We know that when someone's checking on us and things aren't going so well, we know how to get them off our scent, right? And so that we can keep things hidden. And so uh, maybe a 
provocative question for us uh, when we think about Abraham's life and how he walked by faith. It's like, what is the most audacious thing you've attempted recently? Um, I heard a story once. Uh, it's actually the CEO of the company Spanx. Uh, and they're like doing like a little biography over her life. And um, she's a successful businesswoman. And they asked her like, how, like, where did you get this impulse to be so daring in business ventures and with your investments? She said, every now and again around the dinner table, my dad would ask us, what have you tried and failed at recently? Uh, he was saying, yeah, push the boundaries, go further, stretch further. Yeah, you've been able to do this much, but can you go a little bit further with that? Uh, that's the same question I have for us. Can we walk by faith, walk out into the unknown, and watch God do some incredible and mighty things? If we're doing so, then we actually tap into the life that Abraham had as he walked with God as well. And he is our forefather. He's our example. So may you and I uh, pray to have the opportunity like Abraham to leave the unknown behind and journey into the unknown, uh, leave the known behind and journey into the unknown so that we can experience a greater depth of God in his presence. So let's spend some time praying along that theme this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you call us to be people of faith. And God, that is scary. We confess to you that that is scary at times. We thank you that we know that your grace goes before us. And so even though we might journey into the unknown and the mystery of it all, like we're not abandoned, like you're going to be there with us. And so God, um, we just confess to you that we know that there's more out there for us. And we know that we've held ourselves back. And so Lord, today we pray that you give us uh, an extra dose of faith, like a deep dose that stirs our imagination, that stirs our enthusiasm and passion for the kingdom. And God, I pray that we would hear your voice calling us to go further. Um, even if it means that we might try something and it may not go so well, God, we just know that there's also growth in the attempt and even in the falling forward. And so God, this day, I pray that we'd be people of faith. And as uh, we become people of faith, I pray that you would create an amazing future, like an amazing playground in the world around us to see you do great and wonderful things. God, we just understand that at times we are paralyzed by the lack of information, by overthinking uh, decisions and um, underestimating the power that you can work through uh, us. And so, God, this day we pray that you would show us Jesus once again, show us the power of the cross, show us the wonder of the resurrection, so that as we go out into the world today, um, that we would walk by faith and we would see some amazing things. So, God, be with us. Allow us to journey like Abraham did and to witness you to do great and mighty things. We, we believe that Abraham, um, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. And so, God, we pray that you give us that same hope and that same faith this day. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm.